0: In one loves person too. Isn't Guess what? The shenanigans ensue.
1: Jane, and welcome to Shenanigans and
0: Sue, a podcast where, is your mind always on the pepperoni? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I loved that so much. (laughs) Yes.
1: Each episode, we'll watch a rom-com and discuss its merits as a member of the rom-com genre.
0: We'll cover well-worn classics, hidden gems, and everything in between. We'll
1: give you our unsolicited opinion on every trope, caper, and flim flam the film used or maybe abused. And of course,
0: the the shenanigans! Shenanigans!
1: Yay, shenanigans! So, (laughs) this episode we are honoring the queen herself, J-Lo, for her birthday month. And to do that, we have a very special guest here with us. Yes, we do! Our resident J-Lo expert, Gerardo! Yay. Yay! Yay! Oh
2: my god! Welcome. Hi!
1: Gerardo is a very
0: good friend of mine in New York City. They are an incredible stand-up comedian. Tell everyone a little bit more about yourself.
2: Oh my goodness. Well, I just want to thank (laughs) the one and only Jennifer Lopez for allowing me to be here today. (laughs) Yes. Without her, nothing is possible. No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) No, honestly, though.
2: (laughs) A little about me. Yeah, I I am a stand-up comedian sometimes, and other times I just sit at home and watch J-Lo movies so really, uh, I don't see why anyone else would be here except for me. So i um, <laughs> so excited. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course. This was on the books for months. Basically, since the beginning of the podcast.
2: Uh, and I'm so excited <laughs> we're here. I am so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> Yay.
1: Now, Gerardo, we ask all our guests, what are your favorite and least favorite rom-com tropes and why? And they don't have to be from this movie. No,
2: no. Just in general. Okay. I would have to say my least favorite is the clumsy leading lady. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no way so many people drop books or like (laughs) drop their bags (laughs) like that doesn't happen. It's not it. That has to be my least favorite, and my favorite is a montage yes. sequence. Yes, I love montages. I love a fucking montage. We
1: love montages here. Yes,
2: play me some Diana Ross. Play me some. I, I don't know Pink. And then in this
1: case, Nora, Nora Jones. Jones.
2: Nora Jones. Yeah. And wait, don't they do that?
1: I'm. D- d- coming yeah they do
2: they do that whole like getting her all dressed up with
1: the makeover montage Mm -hmm. living yeah so great
2: (laughs) i love a montage okay great glad we're all on that same page then
1: oh of course We love a montage. I think the movie that we covered that has the most montages currently is uh, I think it was falling, falling for, for Christmas. Christmas Yes oh no
0: didn't we have one that ended up having more after that was it and we were really surprised I thought falling for Christmas beat out a castle for Christmas No, that definitely beat out a castle for Christmas and then I think there was one that actually had more really
2: wait. Are all these Christmas movies the Vanessa Hutchins movies? No,
1: we actually haven't done a Vanessa Hutchins movie. What is
2: Falling for Christmas?
1: Lindsay Lohan. That was her comeback movie.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. uh, when she has that little reveal of that like shimmery little pantsuit as she walks down the stairs, I loved that. Yes. That was gaggy. I
0: think it was wedding season, Jane. I think wedding season beat out
1: Falling for Christmas. Oh yes, because of all the different wedding montages. Mm-hmm. And you're right, we were surprised by the. That because it was unexpected, <laughs> we, we count montages here. That's how much we love them.
2: I think you should be. <laughs> so you've
1: come to the right place. Yeah,
2: we're here. We're here on a good day. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, we need to talk about which movie it is that we're actually covering. Oh my gosh! Oops,
0: <laughs> we buried the lead there. Well, like we said, J Lo is happening, and so what
1: else could we possibly do other than Made in Manhattan? Ooh-hoo! And we actually gave Gerardo the choice of which of J Lo's coms to do, and they gave us made in Manhattan, which to us is obvious why, but Gerardo, do you want to tell us why?
2: Because it's a classic tale about a (laughs) Puerto Rican woman from New York City, who's a single mother who works one job technically, but services a lot of people. And then she falls in love with a lovely man who just happens to be a Republican.
0: (laughs) so much to say about the republican undertones of this film
2: oh my god that was so crazy i don't even think those were undertones those Overtones. were loud tones it was avert yeah oh god okay good isn't it stanley tucci the tucci stanley tucci at one point is just like <laughs> what does he say he's like i'm sorry are you a democrat no are you absolutely not
1: Oh, when he asks Ty in the elevator, like, uh, who do you represent? Who are you working for? Are your parents Democrats? It's like, this is a child. <laughs> Just
0: so weird. <laughs> was
1: he like, did the New Yorker
0: send you or something uh, weird? Yeah. <laughs> like, What's happening? Yeah, he
2: was like, what journal sent you?
0: Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> Upset. Uh, I'm glad
2: Tyler's not a child anymore.
1: I know. I guess <laughs> Tyler is famous. Ooh, he grew into a very handsome, handsome man. Very
2: handsome man. Teen
1: Wolf. Teen yes. Wolf. <laughs> the lead in Teen Wolf. And he also had a huge arc in Jane the Virgin.
2: I was about to say, yeah, he had, like, a major part in Jane the Virgin as, like, the sexy bisexual.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, congratulations, Ty. Yes.
2: (laughs) Good for you, Ty. Good for you.
0: (laughs) We love this for you.
1: And he can act for a ten-year-old. He was, like, really giving. It was great. Yeah, doing the most with a really, like, rough character.
0: Why is this kid so into...
2: Politics?
0: Nixon. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Nixon specifically. (laughs) And Henry Kissinger, secondly.
2: Uh What is happening?
1: (laughs) It's a lot to ask. (laughs) Oh, man. So funny. We should give
0: everyone that plot synopsis, I suppose. Yes. In case you're not familiar. If you're not, how dare you? (laughs) But if you're not, we'll give you a quick synopsis. (laughs) Marissa, middle name Ave Maria Ventura.
2: (laughs) Shocker. Is a housekeeper
0: who meets Chris Marshall. (laughs) Candidate for Senate, <laughs> while he's staying at the hotel she works
1: at. They have an instant connection, and Chris starts an attempt to court Marissa. The only catch is, he thinks she's someone else.
0: They really are such good shenanigans, too. Yeah. Oof, this movie has so many amazing shenanigans designer looks shenanigans,
1: <laughs> serving fashion shenanigans. But before we get there, let's do those tropes.
0: Okay, so for the tropes we've got in this film, we have a Cinderella story, we've got mistaken identity. We have very different worlds.
2: Very. Drastically different worlds.
0: It's so insane. (laughs) There's a dog, again, driving the plot opposite the Tooch, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. This is
1: not a trope that I really considered before in rom-coms, but it's so prevalent.
2: A lot of dogs bring two people together. Yeah.
1: We have so
0: many montages. (laughs) So many. Some of the best best friend Mm -hmm. dynamics I've seen in a long time. Facts. We've got a very precocious child. And then what we're going to call a makeover, or in this case, a (laughs) J-glow-up.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: I stand
1: by it. I
2: support that. We
1: love a pun here. I
2: support that. Yeah, I always wondered what the conversation for this movie was where they were like, hey, JLo, we're gonna make you just look poor and we're gonna really kind of slum you up a little bit, okay?
0: But her hair is still always perfect.
2: So perfect. Mm. I actually think I was watching parts of it last night and I was like, wait, she has like three different wigs that are the same exact hairstyle, just like one's a little bit darker, one's for when it kind of like dried out and it has has a little bit of red tones in it, but always slicked back into a bun. And gorgeous. And so stunning. Yeah. yeah. Even when she puts on that little pantsuit, when she like robs that pantsuit from that woman. Borrowed. <laughs> borrowed. Sorry. Yes. Borrowed. She borrowed it. <laughs> she did borrow the
1: it. belonged to no one.
2: So true. <laughs> I just
1: want to defend her. You're not wrong. I'm
2: just. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Oh,
2: what a gorgeous woman that J. Lewis. Stunning. So stunning. Hero. And also, R.I.P. Natasha Richardson? Richardson's her last name, right?
1: oh yes Richardson
2: the girl who played Caroline yeah Yeah.
1: oh really R.I.P.
2: yeah R.I.P. oh R.I.P. yeah she passed away a few years ago oh
1: I didn't know that's so sad
2: I know she's the mom in The Parent Trap
1: oh Oh my gosh why did i not put that together yeah. i did not recognize her at all which just shows that how good she was at playing a bitch
2: yes she was fantastic yeah also the rest of the cast is pretty stacked you have stanley tucci you have amy sedaris amy and you have priscilla lopez so
0: many good oh my gosh i had so much fun <laughs> what of any of those tropes did you want to hit first we like to give first dibs if you'd like um
2: I'm gonna go with the best friend trope. Yes. yes! And I will say in a lot of JLo movies, the best friend connection is. At the top of the list oh. For most of the tropes mm. You have like The wedding planner Her relationship With Penny I think her name is And then Did you guys watch Second act Mm-mm. God you guys We gotta get you on We gotta get you um, I'm gonna send you a package yeah. A J-Lo package Yes please please, please please, do.
0: please 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 See I told you I told you I was like Gerardo's <laughs> seen Every single one Multiple times I
2: have literally watched These movies so many times
0: Yes it's,
2: But they're always The bonds that like We don't really see a lot I think yeah. In
0: rom-coms mm-hmm. All of the women I gotta get that like obviously there's the best best friend but the
1: women who work in housekeeping their relationship is so beautiful it's lovely there was a quote where one of them were encouraging Marissa to apply for the manager's position or assistant manager's position. And she was like, imagine one of us in a blazer. Like, it's just so supportive.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. I mean, number one, girl, you can buy a blazer anyway, but...
2: No, but this then leads into the other trope of like... <laughs> two different worlds they're poor yeah they couldn't afford a blazer that's yeah. fair they can't they can't just afford a blazer mm-hmm. that's also another thing it's also a blazer and
1: it's also a blazer with power oh well <laughs> good point and then it actually has such a nice callback at the end where we have that magazine montage that montage and they're all in blazers
2: mm-hmm.
0: I forgot that was there and I was like I don't need this epilogue for every single character but I'm so grateful for it (laughs)
2: yeah i thought it was a cute way to do it
1: yeah we
2: normally get like stills of them and then underneath and just writing it's like jason i don't know became a nurse Mm -hmm. and this was like here's a magazine cover look
0: at all the ways they're slaying yeah (laughs) except those french sisters who were arrested (laughs) for a jewelry heist or something those are so funny (laughs) those women
2: were lovely when she pulled out and they were like standing next to the cart looking and they were like this weather oh.
0: And then they rated it. Uh, yes. And then they just rated it, yeah. So cute. I mean, everyone knows it's a Cinderella story. Yeah. That's pretty self-evident. But the mistaken identity aspect in this film oh, is so good. It's
2: great. It's lovely.
0: And it sounds insane. Like you're working in the hotel. Why on earth would you try on a guest's clothes? It is
1: insane.
0: But it works. Yeah. Yes, they somehow. Might Managed to make it work. What was it? A Gucci? I don't remember who it was, but it's an all white ensemble. It's
2: a Chanel. It is a white Chanel two-piece pantsuit. Thank
0: you, thank you. Mm-hmm. And a whole overcoat. It's a whole matching number mm-hmm. that costs $5,000. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, Stephanie says something all white, how do you keep it clean? And I was like, I feel that. Yeah.
2: Also, in what world does a random woman, pardon me, white woman, who has the Chanel Pantsuit. In what world would that pantsuit fit J Lo? Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> honestly, though, if
2: you're looking at these two women side by side, true though, I wouldn't immediately be like, "Well, yeah, absolutely, they're definitely going to be the same size." <laughs> and in a luxury designer brand, mm.
0: sisterhood of the traveling Chanel,
1: sisterhood of
2: the traveling Chanel. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd watch that movie. I would too. <laughs> it was such a gorgeous outfit, too. Dude, it's oh. stunning. Although it was stressing me out. Her trapezing around Central Park, climbing <laughs> rocks, going to see penguins in this white suit that she's borrowed.
2: Mm That she borrowed. I
1: was so nervous. I mean, she had gigantic
0: (laughs) oversized sunglasses, though. No one was gonna catch her.
2: I also love that. They were like, oh, we know how to hide her. Let's give her sunglasses. (laughs)
0: That's enough.
2: (laughs) No one will recognize the maid in a pair of sunglasses.
0: And like you said earlier, she has perfectly slicked back hair in a bun. Perfect hair. And it was so good in her maid outfit that it worked into Into the the Chanel Chanel outfit. outfit.
2: Yeah. And no makeup.
0: From day to night yeah day to night
2: it was the early 2000s that's what we were looking for yeah. in, our, in our female fashion
1: yeah it's versatility you needed
2: to go from work to the club or in this case Central Park <laughs>
0: And the penguins. And the penguins. And maybe the snakes? Maybe the
2: snakes. (laughs) Maybe the snakes.
0: (laughs) I wrote this down and I don't want to forget to say it, but when they do see the penguins and he asks her if she wants to go to the luncheon, he says, speaking of fat guys in tuxedos, and I honestly loved that joke so much.
1: (laughs) What I loved, and we never address it with the luncheon that Marissa ends up not attending because of mixed up letters. We'll get into it with the shenanigans. But Chris has gotten her a giant stuffed penguin. Just sitting on the chair. But they never address it again. What happened to the penguin? I just assumed Ty had it. Oh,
2: really? I assumed that Caroline just kept it.
1: Oh, you know,
0: she would keep it. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I don't think she would give it back. No,
0: she would have kept it. (laughs)
2: She's like, that woman already borrowed my Chanel pantsuit. Guess what? I'm going to borrow this penguin. (laughs) You can come visit the penguin.
1: (laughs) She borrowed my name too. Uh, She's not getting a penguin. Yeah,
0: but that was fully an accident. Honestly, they did such a good job where I was like, yeah, this was all very accidental.
1: And it was the best friend and the child like conspiring together. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of like a whirlwind yeah. of ushering her out the door.
0: Yeah. yeah. She got totally bombarded. The kid knew that she was in there. Yeah, this is not her fault. Honestly, I'm like
1: fully team not her fault. Yeah. Let's do the dog driving the plot <laughs> because Rufus <laughs> is really earning his keep. Rufus. <laughs> it's, it's such a basic name, but it's still so so good. It's such a common dog name, but it somehow suits him. So J-Lo's son Ty is stuck at the hotel because his dad flakes on camping, I think. Oh my gosh. Marcus mm. is in Florida because
0: Marcus is a clown. We never even <laughs> meet him and I hate that guy. True. Sorry.
2: So passionate about a man we never see.
1: I was like, why is Marcus calling So mad. 20 minutes before this thing starts to ask about the time where he knows... He will never be there. Like, why are you even calling to check the time, Marcus? Right. That's why I wrote down his name because I was furious with him. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, Ty is bored and goes to look for his mum, and he actually has a meet cute of his own with Chris in the elevator. He
0: does, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's really funny. And then
1: immediately grills the congressman. Yes, which is also <laughs> so <good>. very funny <laughs> and unexpected for a 10-year-old. Yeah. And he, like, rushes into the room that he knows his mum is in while J-Lo happens to be in this Chanel and asks if he can go with Chris to walk Rufus. And shenanigans ensue with the dogs.
0: Yeah, Chris is immediately taken mm-hmm. by J-Lo. I mean, I mean, who, who wouldn't in? be? Yeah. And so literally asks her out immediately.
2: I think my favorite line in that scene or that entire sequence is when I forget the name of the character, but once the pantsuit is like on and then Chris comes in, her friend suddenly she's like, uh oh, Miss Caroline? And then just like <laughs> grabs the coat and it's just like, you don't have any plans for the rest of the day. Didn't you say you wanted some fresh air?
1: I forgot that Stephanie did that. Yes, Ugh. she did. What a homie. Mm-hmm. Stephanie is doing the most. Oh yeah. Oh, we love you.
2: Stephanie's the kind of friend you always want to have.
1: Best Friend. That
2: is the best friend. She
1: also does that thing where she's like, oh, you're not applying for this position. I know that you want and would be great and fine. I'm sending in your application and I'm leaving off your middle name and your social security yeah. number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that they got into a fight about
0: it and mm. she was not apologetic no. at all. I was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> tell
1: her. <laughs> I think that kind of covers the tropes. It really yeah.
0: did hit a lot of them.
1: The main tropes we're kind of dealing with in Made for Manhattan is a Cinderella story. Story and all the tropes that are involved within it you know mm-hmm. the different worlds the mistaken identity the mm-hmm. montages to get ready for the ball so it's all kind of baked into that yeah. one overarching trope i do think that we can definitely start talking
0: about the montages mm. to lead us into the shenanigans because the montages are fully a shenanigan
1: yes mm-hmm. <laughs> let's do it i'm so excited Oh my god, montages! All of the montages, <laughs> so many.
0: <laughs> I wrote Nora Jones breakup mood montage, yes. which is... The
1: best thing ever. Oh my God. Where we get not just one, but two yes. Nora Jones songs. Oh my back gosh. To back.
2: Two Nora Gem songs. Oh yeah. Yep. So
1: this all happened
0: after everyone found out the mistaken identity. So she gets fired from the hotel. And instead of going straight home, she does like <laughs> a sad ramble through different locations, including <laughs> stopping in a park to just like swing for a bit. Right. Like, in a very melancholy way. <laughs> yeah. (laughs)
1: While Nora Jones plays. And I was like, yeah, me too. Yeah. New York City is the perfect place to have a little bit of a sad montage, you know? Yeah. Like a little bit of an amble in your feels. And then Latin mom with no chill
0: as soon (laughs) as Marissa gets home. Her mother's like, the hotel called a few hours ago. We've been expecting you. Yeah. It's like, damn, mom. (laughs) We know you got fired with the subtext. I'm dead.
1: Also, the fact that the mom had zero zero sympathy is perhaps one of the reasons why J. Lo didn't go home. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. If I knew
2: that that mom was waiting for me, I wouldn't go home either. Right? <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. I'd wait a while. It
1: put the
0: swings into context. <laughs> I know. I was really obsessed with that scene. I was like,
1: why, why are we here? I love this. I texted Jazz. I was like, Nora Jones is having a real moment in 2002 specifically mm-hmm. because she also cameos in Two Weeks Notice and like plays one of her songs On the piano.
2: Oh right, she does. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think everyone wanted a Nora Jones song in their movie, regardless of whether it was a (laughs) rom-com or just a drama. Because I feel like I remember a lot of films having.
1: (laughs) Wait until I. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: (laughs) Also, something that I was just concerned with the the hotel called her house. To let her mom know that she was fired? Right? Yeah. Did that... What?
1: What's happening? Could you, like... that protocol? Yeah, right? I
2: was like, is that part of their, I don't know, HR process? <laughs> I don't. Well, we have to call home to make sure that you, an adult woman... We
1: told your mommy on you. Yeah, that was super bizarre. Yeah. But I love the sad montage. That was <laughs> so funny. Oh, and then the getting ready montage. Yes, mm-hmm. to go to the ball gala thingy. The J glow up. Mm-hmm. Yes. At first I was wondering, like, how is she affording all of this? Where is the stuff coming from? And then I remembered, no, she's friends with the lady at the department store. Yeah, they're like all rentals. Yeah. yeah.
2: They're just like, here, wear this for the night, bring it back, keep it safe.
0: She looks incredible. Oh, that pink dress. Yeah. Stunning. Stunning. So
2: beautiful. The
0: only thing that I was irritated by the end of the montage with and this is such a weird thing to get fixated over but you know me I was truly mortified by what the makeup department
2: did. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Way too much highlight.
0: Thank you. I was like, number one, it's the time period. This is before Rihanna had fixed color palettes and makeup. Correct. And so they're putting silver highlight on a woman with golden undertones. Right. And she looked like she went tanning with goggles on. Right. I was like, why did you do this to her? (laughs) I was so mad. Okay, thank you. Oh,
2: I remember seeing it for the first time, like even as a kid and being like, what is going on? On. Still gorgeous, like flawless woman. She
0: still looks incredible. Yeah,
2: still so pretty, but just being like, wait a minute. Mm. Why is that so white? Why
0: did the makeup department do this to her?
2: And I also love in the demontaging of it all when <laughs> oh she's way. finally woken up the next morning. And it's just a place of vulnerability, mm. I'm sure, for JLo to be like, let me take off a couple of tracks. yeah, To show the people out there that I'm human just like them. Yeah. Let me take off these tracks that made this bun and brush it out for a second. That
1: was a very real moment.
2: I know. I was
1: surprised they actually showed that.
2: Yeah. They showed her taking off one track. She still had plenty left in there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) it's more than you'd usually get. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Aww. JLo,
1: we love you. We
2: do. We love you so much. We do. Yep. I'll follow that woman till the end of the earth.
1: Whatever she needs. Yeah. I'm honored that her birthday is the day after mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love this.
1: I know, like,
0: so many people have been asking us to cover a JLo movie for so long. Yeah. And I'm glad we waited for her birthday month. Very
2: Yay. smart planners.
1: <laughs> and that we waited for Gerardo.
2: Of course. <laughs> yeah. But of course.
1: So we already covered the magazine montage at the ending. Is there Mm -hmm. another montage? Isn't there one at the
2: very beginning when we show her like getting ready to go to work and like dropping off tie and then like. I was
1: gonna say. Kind of.
2: It's a mini montage. It's just like giving you an explanation of her life.
1: Yeah. It's a montage light. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A montage light.
0: I'm weird about sound design and her walking up the steps with her son and the sound of the elevated train Mm. just like gave me warm fuzzies. I don't know what it is but I do love being in New York and I love stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like the sound of that train
1: it put you in immediately yeah i lived really close to an overhead train as well in brooklyn so it did make me feel a bit nostalgic
2: yeah it puts you like in new york Mm. you know exactly where this is taking place
1: yeah and then it sets up their relationship so well
2: Mm -hmm. oh
1: and they have a beautiful relationship yeah it's very sweet but also we see Ty getting embarrassed by his mom. So it was nice to have that balance. Mm -hmm.
0: When she said, I'm sorry, Mr. Cool Guy, I was like, that's every parent ever.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So cute. Oh, oh, one more thing that happened during that montage light. I wrote this down because I was so confused by it. This was not meant to be funny, and I find this type of shit hilarious. She comes out of the subway, you know, the little green railings, walks sideways directly over to the food cart, and the proprietor, you can't see his face, he just sticks a coffee out the window, and she grabs it, drops money, and walks away. j stole that white woman's coffee. Yeah, She, like, cut in line and, like, took that woman's coffee, and I was so tickled by it.
2: So, honestly, setting up early that she does steal?
1: <laughs> did she steal?
2: Oh. Oh. Or did she borrow the coffee? Yet?
1: No, she just fosters really good relationships. <laughs> yes. He knew she was coming. Yeah. Anyone will throw down for her. Like, yeah. He sees. Yep. <laughs> Even coffee cart guy who doesn't say anything and we don't see him again. He knew she was coming. Mm-hmm. He's helping Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was so humorous to me. I was just like, ah,
0: (laughs) she didn't even order. (laughs) (laughs) It was waiting for her. It was waiting for her. Oh, God, so good. Mm. And I guess that was kind of a montage for the hospitality setup at the
1: hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's what I wanted to talk about. We get this fun montage of it's the staff meeting and they're talking about all the guests that are coming in, but all their funny little requirements or eccentricities, things to watch out for. And it was just really fun and like pretty real realistic to it, honestly working in service for so long
0: i was like yeah i have all of that with all of my regulars
2: yeah i worked at a restaurant where we would look at the reservations for the night and we would go through with our gm and our maitre d and be like oh this person they hate that banquet because they replaced their hip let's put them over here (laughs) and it'll fully be a description of what happens it was very, very realistic.
1: Yeah. I can't remember the name of the guest, but one of the quotes was, he's back on the wagon, so let's clear out the mini bar. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so
2: sweet, too, when you think about it. It is. <laughs> they, like,
1: want him to stay on the wagon. And yeah. And unfortunately, a year later in the movie, he didn't. Oh, I <laughs> missed that. I didn't even hear that part. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. It was a throwaway line by Caroline.
0: She's like, yeah. you didn't hear it from me. Oh, no, buddy. Yeah. It's okay. Try again. Addiction is a lifelong battle. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We don't meet
1: this person either. No. Just, yeah,
2: we never meet this person. But
1: see the impact he has on the story. I just want everyone to be okay. <laughs> Anyway, Gerardo, is there a shenanigan you want to kick us off with?
2: I think my favorite shenanigan was the workout that Caroline and Amy Sedaris' character. That, to me, was so funny. And
0: squeeze. Yeah, and (laughs)
2: squeeze. And she's like... (gasps) That was so good. And then she got the invitation yes. to go to Chris Marshall's for lunch. The instructor was just like, I still have to charge you. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, charges." He's like, no, I have to charge you for two. And then she looked at him like. Oh. I <laughs> loved all of that. Oh my God. That was so funny. Oh,
0: so good. I also just like somehow, somehow, maybe this is because I know her work and I know that she's a good person, but Amy Sedaris saying those awful racist things. Mm. She still oh. managed to be so funny. Yes. <laughs> she did that so well. So good. flawlessly. Like, I couldn't even take her seriously. No. I was like, oh, well, shut up. This was one
2: of those characters where, like, from the second they showed us what they were wearing, yes. you knew exactly who she was. Yeah. She, like, was dripping sweat. She had her tits pressed together so <laughs> tightly yep. into a bra, and then they were like, we're gonna give you, like, the smallest see-through shirt that you're also gonna tie right under your bra, yep. so that it's just, like, a little bit of help. <laughs> oh, so good.
0: And then giving Marissa a chance to do a total takedown yes. of the colored bra see-through shirt mm-hmm. was so beautiful. She's
2: like, reads a little old, a little desperate, don't, don't you think? think? And then she's just like, ah. Yes! And then she gives us a great line. She's like, you want him to work for it. And then like a little wink at her and then she disappears. Oh, great scene.
0: Obsessed. That's definitely my
2: favorite (laughs) shenanigan of the movie, for sure.
0: What about you, Jaws? I have to because we talk about good and bad shenanigans. And I have to talk about the one really bad shenanigan of this film, which is not any of the actor's faults. Just I ended up feeling so taken out by so many of the weird Republican anecdotes that I was immediately messaging Jane like the writer is a conservative. And we went into a deep dive looking for him. And it turns out- Who is he? It was John Hughes. Oh. I did not know. Obviously, this is a rom-com podcast. We've been considering John Hughes movies at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he was a loud and proud Republican.
2: Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Wow.
0: It was because I was so bothered by some of the weird little Republican things. And I was like, this is insane. The fact that you made a young Puerto Rican boy do an entire speech about Nixon in a sympathetic light.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is
0: so
1: problematic.
2: Yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even really think about that. I just thought he was very eccentric. And just, you know how as kids we all fall into phases of like, yeah, I exactly. just thought he was in one of those phases where he's interested in like, a very absurd topic.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, that's what he's written to be as, for sure. And the kid plays it
2: beautifully. Everyone plays
0: everything beautifully. Yeah, I was just bothered by the fact that the writer made him do this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You shouldn't have a kid do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So it put me on a huge deep dive. We found out a lot about how John Hughes was actually a bad person. So now I'm very (laughs) sad about that.
1: (laughs) It was also kind of strange because, like, Chris, the love interest is a republican candidate yeah, and it was not necessary to the plot at all most of the time with rom-coms they don't say which political party a president or senator or congressperson is involved in because it just really doesn't have any bearing on the plot so that specificity was also like oh okay at first I was just like this is a really weird choice and then
0: when the rest of it started falling into place I was like oh my gosh the writer is covertly injecting all of their political beliefs into this (laughs) (laughs) and I also was just like this guy is a council person for sure yeah Republican congresspeople happens (sighs) but he's running for senate in New York You're not going to win.
2: Does he win? Mm. They don't get that far, right? In
0: the magazines, maybe. Do they show it?
2: I thought in the magazines, they show that he wins. That's
0: what I thought. I thought so. But in New York, you wouldn't actually win as a Republican.
2: This is back in 2003. Maybe they would.
0: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's a Rockefeller Republican. New Yorkers (laughs) don't mind
2: those. Very true.
0: (laughs) So this was my one bad shenanigan in the whole film. Obviously, J-Lo still manages to act beautifully around it. By the time I was done, I was feeling so empowered. I was like, oh yeah, no one can mess with me. I was feeling very good.
1: In your power.
0: I was ready to fight any Republican I ran into, (laughs) sitting fully in my power thanks to J-Lo.
1: Oh, so one One of the things that I noticed in this movie was that the shenanigans that are to come are being foreshadowed. Ooh! Because I texted Jazz and I was like, I cannot wait for this lunch scene. So J-Lo is up for a managerial position and she has to do training in each section of the hotel, I guess. And this very sweet butler is saying, get ready because we're doing lunch in this week, this afternoon. And that's the luncheon that she's indirectly been invited to by Chris. That she can't go to because the real Caroline has gotten the invitation. And accepted it and is very excited about it. And I was like, this is foreshadowing shenanigans because we know what's gonna happen and it's gonna be a hot mess. And it was. Mm
2: -hmm. She's
1: like hiding behind the tray of glasses, like putting her face behind it. Ducking, turning around. (laughs) So we have layered shenanigans because Caroline waltzes in all excited and Chris is like what is going on you not the Caroline that I invited to lunch and so he's trying to figure out what's going on Caroline is just having a ball and Marissa is trying as hard as possible not to be noticed by either of them (laughs)
0: And then the butler starts to notice
1: something part yes. way through
0: and then puts it together when he hears about the sun
1: tie. Mm-hmm. And then the
0: butler starts to cover for her.
1: Mm-hmm. Aww. And within it as well, Caroline thinks that Marissa's name is Maria, so we don't get her real name either. It's just layers of shenanigans all coming together, which is so delightful. Yeah. And then the quote later on. Caroline asks Christopher
0: if he'd like to go out again. He says, and I quote, the first lunch was a mistake. A second would be complete torture.
1: (laughs) Slay.
2: Uh, Wait, doesn't he also leave? And then she's like, so dinner? Isn't that what she says? <laughs> yeah. Because she's, like, not giving up. She
1: still shoots her so shots. Yeah.
2: She's, like, still shooting the shot. Yeah,
1: good for you. And then she's like, well, at the very least, I can buy you a drink. Implying <laughs> we've been bonded by this shared trauma. Yeah. Oh, she was so funny. <laughs> Natasha. And towards the end of the movie, Caroline is trying to figure out how she knows Marissa and if she and Chris are a thing. And so Marissa asks Caroline, can you keep a secret? And Caroline's like, yes, I can. And Marissa's like, good, me too. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) that was another really good one. That was really good.
1: So many, so many, so many good shenanigans. So many good shenanigans. She was great as the quote villain as well. She gives this completely unhinged speech to the concierge where (laughs) Caroline is trying to get tickets to this gala near Chris's table or whatever. They basically said it's difficult to seat a single person. And I just actually need to pull it up because... (laughs) You pulled up the... (laughs) I pulled it up because I was like, this little mini monologue... Is
0: so ridiculous. You feel almost bad for her though, because, like, obviously, this is not about the concierge. Like, this woman is just really going through this breakup.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So the concierge says singles are always harder to place. And Caroline says, well, I mean, what is it? Is it on the internet? I'm an ex-couple. I mean, does the whole hotel know? Is there a biblical sign on my forehead, unmarried, unclean? Do I bear the scarlet letter? Am um, am um, I'm just Sorry, I I'm better now. <laughs> just charge it to my room.
0: Like it was just... and she went in. I'm better now. Just charge it to my room. <laughs> she
1: went all in all out, like she was close
0: to tears
2: strong choice
0: incredible good choice strong choice
2: Natasha <laughs> is really good at doing these monologues did y'all watch The Parent Trap?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah that
2: monologue where she's in the closet trying to pick her out what to wear and yes, she's like
1: yes of course am I mature
2: enough for this <laughs> I mean look at me Martin look at me I haven't seen Nicholas Carter in over three years <laughs> It's such a good monologue. He was always rather cheeky. Oh my God. (laughs) Made me go weak at the knees, if you can imagine that. (laughs) She's really good at those like very small quotes and like monologues. R.I.P.
0: What an inspiration.
2: Good for her. What an inspiration. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to keep that in mind moving forward in my own auditions and things. I was like, no, no, no. Make
1: more Natasha choices. <laughs> it's going to be my new. Yeah. She is amazing. She did so well in this villain role. It was fantastic. And she leaned all the way in. Fully in. Oh, one last little throwaway shenanigan because we haven't spoken about Stanley Tucci like oh my at all. At all. Oh my God. Sorry, Tooch. I love We him. love you. I love the Tooch. who had so much chemistry with j-lo when they were dancing i was like damn Mm -hmm. stanley tucci can have chemistry with a tree yeah he had chemistry with rufus yes stanley is incredible phenomenal and also one of the little shenanigans is him sending a dog walker after that, oh my gosh in like, like, the park I forgot Disney about Street. that they were already gone <laughs> and Chris is just like dog walker and she's like yeah, yeah. did Jerry send you yeah <laughs> and like he hunts over Rufus <laughs>
2: it's like wow. why is Jer
1: Bear so concerned with this guy walking his dog yeah <laughs> he just wouldn't let him It's like you can't be seen walking your own dog that's for poor people <laughs> it was such a weird <laughs> thing <laughs> oh and when Chris introduces himself to Ty in the elevator and then the Tooch is like I'm bull. and no one apparently oh my gosh
2: Stanley Tucci is just so hot yeah
0: that too (sighs) his energy is honestly insane I'm just like drawn
1: in yeah he like radiates charisma it's astonishing wait have you all
2: seen that vintage I think it's like a Levi's commercial going around with like young Stanley Tucci (gasps) in New York City no have you seen this oh no
1: I'm writing it down though please send it to us
2: yeah Levi's Stanley Tucci (laughs) commercial and it's him in a white tank top and like Levi my just walking goodness. down the street. Okay. I think he's like maybe... 30 something. I don't know what the age is but he's just so hot and confident walking down the street and I'm like yeah look at him. Yeah. Who else can walk down the street like that with barely any hair? Dumb. Good for you.
1: I'll post this in stories because I feel like we can't keep the tooch to ourselves. No. You all need to see it as well. Yeah.
0: Again another inspiration. These secondary characters Mm. proving as inspiration to us all. (laughs) So good. More Natasha choices and more
2: energy.
1: mm Hmm. Imagine that combination Oh,
2: the two of them? Absolutely. I wonder if Stanley Tucci went out for the butler in The Parent Trap. Oh.
1: Hmm. Huh.
2: That would be a great pairing. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't think we talked about this, but when Chris and Marissa are, like, having their fight, and she's like, the first time you saw me, I was cleaning your bathroom floor. Yes. And then Chris looks and he's like, you expect me to introduce myself while I'm taking a leak? <laughs>
0: In public, they're yelling this at
2: each other. In the middle of the street, just being like, yeah, I was pissing. Sorry I didn't say hello.
1: They're being so messy. And you're right, we didn't speak about that shenanigan because they have kind of a first meeting. I wouldn't necessarily call it a mute cute because it was not cute. (laughs) I find it cute. (laughs) I just found it embarrassing. I was so embarrassed for both of them. Oh yeah. (laughs) Chris is in the bathroom. Like, literally, we hear the sound of his zip going down. Down, yeah. is <laughs> there, it's like ah, ah, oops, ah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. It just sneaks away,
0: <laughs> and then like the romantic gesture at the end was all very cute, too. But like mm. them breaking up on the streets, walking around, she's just been fired, she's like emotionally raw, yeah, still in regular people clothes, and yeah. him running down with his fancy, I'm a politician suit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also
1: like lots of paparazzi. <laughs> and also, I was like, you guys, this is how happened over a weekend and a monday right it's not that deep i know but when you know you know <laughs> as previously discussed i'm hopelessly too practical you guys <laughs> met on friday it's now a tuesday It's <laughs> okay uh, um if there's no other shenanigans uh, i've written down so many quotes yeah but a lot of the quotes it's also the actors mm-hmm. just putting a spin on it to make it funny. So this is one of my favorite quotes in the
0: entire movie. Ty is trying to convince his mom to actually date Christopher more seriously. And he (laughs) says to her when they're walking home, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think he's after your money. And (laughs) J-Lo just looks at him aghast and says, I can't believe you said that. Honestly, me too.
1: (laughs) One of my favorite quotes in the film. Like with the whole big reveal happening and Chris is like, to Marissa oh but aren't you Caroline and Caroline says no darling that's my name right She's <laughs> just like she steals identities
0: yeah
2: and
1: she steals outfits
2: she steals clothes <laughs> she steals identities
1: how did a maid get this necklace yeah <laughs> I love that
0: that was the smoking gun for yeah. Caroline to put it all together was the damn necklace yeah
2: the necklace like
0: this is the same woman you've been staring at with the same pulled back pony and bun this whole time yes
1: and you didn't put it together so she didn't recognize her she recognized the necklace she didn't have a mask on
2: (laughs) maybe that was the the makeup designers team
1: (laughs) maybe
0: if you count that highlighter that highlighter was a little obfuscating (laughs) but also her hair
1: wasn't down i know (laughs) amazing so good if you two don't have anything else we can move on to fun fab and Fail. Fun fab fail. Ew. I put
0: this in a very 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 strong <laughs>
1: fun. Nice.
0: What about you two? I feel like Gerardo is going to maybe give it a fabo.
2: I would give it a fab. Yeah, for sure. Yay. This is a fab for me.
1: Yeah. It
2: is fun, but then there's like so much heart in it towards the end when yeah. all the maids and her friends were like mm. getting her all dolled up and everything that yeah. I'm like, "Oh, this is this is fab."
1: These empowering monologues are a thing of beauty too. Yeah. For me it's also a very very strong fun. I think it is an absolute classic. Yeah. I love J-Lo. I think all the side characters are doing so much with yes. the parts that they have and it's just funny one of the reasons it's not a fab for me is that i don't think they necessarily have the strongest chemistry yeah
0: mm-hmm. that was something
1: that i was thinking about but jlo
0: has enough chemistry by herself yes, so like i was exactly. fine with that
2: the chemistry that was not lacking is between her the kids and the friends 100 mm, yes. the man was separate
1: and even the tooch yeah. her chemistry with everyone else was yeah. so perfect so good that's one of the reasons why it's not a fab for me i was missing the chemistry. A little bit between the core leads yeah no actually now that you mention it if I
0: think about just the friendships and especially the mother-son relationship this is a fab movie yeah
1: oh that was such a beautiful relationship
0: I cannot believe how well they established them so quickly like Mm. that's a very difficult thing to do
1: yeah and the closeness it was really beautiful and J Lo is so charismatic and just relatable. When she comes down the stairs in the morning and she does just a little like boop boop, she like, falls over a little bit. <laughs> I was just like, You're just so lovely. Yeah. I just love you so much.
2: <laughs> we do love J Lo.
1: We love J Lo. Oh. Yeah. So that brings us. To our favorite segment. Favorite. Give, <laughs> Give me the, the cheese, cheese,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> Where we answer the question no one asked. If this movie were a cheese, what cheese would it be and why?
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ready, everybody? Yeah. yeah. Three, Three, two, two one.
2: One.
1: A, brick a of mold of okay. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: we usually sit here and try to figure out who went first last time, but we have a special guest. So, Gerardo, would you like to go first?
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: So now it doesn't matter. Why is it crumbled blue cheese? <laughs>
2: so I this was a toss up because I really was like, is it a string cheese? Because to me, you have the whole movie and then you're like, well, I can take this part off. I can take this part off. Mm-hmm. But no, I was like, no, this is the crumble blue cheese. And here's why. I think the plot as a whole has many pieces to it mm-hmm. that don't necessarily, like, they work separately. Oh. But when you put them all together, mm-hmm. you don't think it's going to work, so it's just going to fall apart. <laughs> and that's why I thought it was a crumble blue cheese.
0: A little crumble. A
2: little crumble. Yes. Yeah. And I love a crumble mm, blue cheese. Who doesn't? too. Yeah. A
0: little bite. A little bite. A little nibble. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Crumble blue cheese. <laughs> so I chose original Baby Bell. For people who don't know what a Baby Bell is, I don't know if it's specifically more American, but it's like a little snack thing that comes in its own little wax shell. And then you peel it and you have a little cheesy cheese inside. Mm. So the original flavor I chose because when it comes to J Lo, if you don't count like Selena, this is one of her OG films, right? Mm. So I got my original. OG.
2: I see that.
0: Yes. And then. Just to kind of like layer in my one qualm with the movie. So the Baby Bell wax is very, very red. So when you peel back that red shell. Oh my
1: goodness, you didn't. I did.
0: So when you <laughs> peel back the very thin red shell, you end up with the perfect little snack. The perfect bite.
2: Oh, That's so true.
0: Just get rid of that red as in Republican shell and <laughs> you get the perfect little morsel. I think we got it. <laughs> I'm just really laying it on th- because that was the one thing that bothered me. But otherwise, it's a perfect bite. Yeah. Yeah. Yay.
2: You really went in and researched this. This is like (laughs) a thesis. I support you in this. Thank you. Next
1: level metaphor. (laughs) This is our ridiculous
0: podcast breaking down the most ridiculous movie genre. It's perfect. (laughs) It's
1: cheese. Okay. I chose brick cheese because it is so solidly there in your face identifiably a cheese you know (laughs) and this movie is without a question a rom-com it is solidly nothing else it does one of the oldest rom-com tropes in the book. A Cinderella story, it is solidly a rom-com. But this cheese is also very versatile. Like, you can do a lot with it. Like, the way that a lot of the side characters were doing a lot to make it really good. Mm -hmm. Also, a bonus with hard cheeses is, if it gets a little bit moldy, you can just cut that mold off and it's still
2: great. (laughs) Yeah, It doesn't
1: do anything to the rest of it. So those little bits that we didn't like, we just pretend. pretend and and they, they don't, don't exist cut them away yeah. love that yeah
0: <laughs> perfect <laughs> uh, the segment that shouldn't work but does yes. every time <laughs> <laughs> it's never let us down <laughs> I'm still amazed <laughs> well everybody there you have it that was our discussion of Made in
1: Manhattan let us know your thoughts on the movie any shenanigans we may have missed or what cheese you think it is you can follow us on Instagram
0: at shenanigansinsu pod, or you can email us at shenanigansinsu pod at gmail.com. And also, since we have our special guest, yes. Gerardo, would you like to tell everybody where they can follow
1: you?
2: Absolutely. If
1: you want to be found, <laughs>
2: yes, you can follow me at the Gerardo NYC underscore. I don't know why I added the underscore, but apparently I needed to. Or you can just catch me at the theaters in the next JLo movie. Yes, please. I will be watching.
0: JLo, hire my friend. Yes.
2: Yeah, just have me be like your assistant. Or no, that's too much work. Have me be like your bag carrier. Yes. I would love that. Just
0: do like really good eye acting because yes. you're good at that. Just like a face. We'll do one of those scenes. I love mm-hmm. that.
2: Oh, just like a featured background extra. <laughs>
1: We hope you'll join us next time, and until then, what, what defines us is how well we rise after falling. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Yay.
0: Second guess, second guess. Wait, do
2: you all know that this is not Stanley Tucci and J-Lo's only movie together? What? Oh, I
0: don't know if I've realized that. Yeah, what, what other one? Shall We
2: Dance? <gasps> have you seen Shall We Dance? Yes, no,
0: I, I haven't.
2: Richard Gere, so. Susan yes. Sarandon, yes. JLo, Stanley Tucci. Such, such a good movie. I didn't realize. <laughs> they have had a chemistry for a very long time.